Like it was no good sounds. Fuck your car. <laughs> right about that. I don't know. Like, touch your flower. Is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Open Money Podcast. We're back. Another week. Episode 178. Sure about that? I'm sure. Lot, lots of episodes. They're stacking up. It, it won't end. I, I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> but this week, uh, we're doing something a little different. I don't know if you guys have listened to the podcast recently. I've, I've kind of talked about how um, how scooters and ruckuses and all these things are kind of the same. And, and, I, and I wanted to get into that with some other people. So I have my friend Andy from the Seven Hill Scooter Club. Ooh. Say what's up, Andy. What up, y'all? <laughs> And we have Mr. Rowling, last name Wrench, uh, <laughs> from the Ruckus World. Why don't you say what's up, dude? What up? His cool, actual cool. name is Rollingston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Full name. Yeah, we go short Rolling. <laughs> dude, so um, uh, diving in, man. Let's get into it. Why don't you introduce yourself, Mr. Rowling, and uh, <laughs> tell everyone who you are and where you're from. Yeah, so I'm... My name's Rolling, last name Wrench, and uh, no, it's Matt. It's Matt Burton. Uh, I was going to keep Rolling that going Wrench. all episodes. <laughs> never say your actual you, name. You can do it, whatever, whatever man. I, I mean, people call me Turbo from like high school, and then so like you'll hear somebody in the grocery line, Turbo, and I'm like, I haven't heard that for ten years. Yeah. So you can call me Rolling, you can call me Matt, whatever you want. That's uh, I run a, uh, I run a shop. Uh, well, I ran a shop. I used to for about uh, 20 years, something like that. Um, most people know me from YouTube. I run a YouTube channel. We sell a lot of products for Honda Ruckus scooters. That's kind of our thing. We do more than Ruckus stuff, but that's pretty much in a nutshell. What, I, what I'm what i all about is the Ruckus stuff. Hell yeah. Trying not to box myself in, though. And where, where are you from? Where are you located? Denver, Colorado, Denver. actually. If I want to be straight up, we're not from Denver. We're from Broomfield, which is Ooh. between Denver and Boulder. Oh, it's just easier my, to say my, Denver. My my parent in laws live in Boulder, but my moped club's originally from Denver. So I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got Denver, I got Denver moped people out there. And actually our last our last week's club that we had on is called the Syndicates from Denver, Colorado. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. The the one the one guys that I was I don't know, not close with, but like as close as you can get with Moto Ocho. Oh hell yeah! Like those those dudes yeah. are cool. They had the little corner that, shop. That I've, been, I've been there, dude. I've been the Moto Ocho. That shop was unbelievably cool. Yeah, they just like drive around the country picking up vintage mopeds because you can't buy them anymore. So you're just like, like yeah. The difference Is that what they do now? Well, that's what they were doing. Like back then, like all their inventory, they just like get a box truck and they drive across the country and they like pick up a bunch of bikes and like bring them back because like you can't Wild. you can't buy new bikes. So. That's true. The difference between mopeds and scooters and ruckuses is that you guys can still buy them new if you want to. Right. Yeah, I mean it's a dying it's a dying thing. Two strokes and mopeds, that's they're on the, the fritz. Yeah, dude. 
little bikes, man. That's what that's, makes them cool. We're all we're all weird though, because we're we're all riding these small things, and all the, all the all the big boys uh, <laughs> hate on us. And like, when, ask us when we're gonna get the real thing. The that's real because thing. they haven't ridden one. At least not a not a sweet one, dude. I like them slow, and yeah. I like them fast, dude. There's nothing like a like a small motor vehicle. Oh yeah, especially when you're dude, like I, in the middle of town. Like, why would you want something bigger? Why? Like, I I want to sneak around alleys and stuff. You know. <laughs> Dude, there's something about making something that's supposed to go at a snail pace fast. Yeah. Something about that. I don't know why. That's why I wanted to get you on, bro. I was like, I was like, between you, me, and Andy, we're, we're we all have that that same love, and I think everyone that are in our extended communities or whatever, like, understand that feeling, like oh, taking yeah. your 25 mile an hour bike and making it do a 60 when it shouldn't. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, that's sketchy, the, but a that's great the fun part. <laughs> There's also that, like, you know, you get the excitement, like, with a big bike of, like, oh, I'm going, like, 120 miles an hour, and I'm, like, really ripping curves. But, like, the the feeling that you get when you're going, like, 50, and you can kind of feel things, fall, like, flying apart a little bit. <laughs> like, you can feel that air leak getting, getting real sketchy. Like, at a stop, like, you little rev it. It's like, oh, I'm going to even it out, you know? <laughs> and you really notice Dude, when parts I, fall off. There's excitement there, you know? there There's a lot of, like, adventure. <laughs> Dude, I think I think though the the riding is fun as hell, but for me, I think I'm pretty dang sure I enjoyed the build more. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Building them is fun. Like it's it's that that freedom you get of like it's the same I get the same freedom of escape riding as I do wrenching in the garage because I can clear my mind. I don't have to think about any bullshit that I have going on and I can just like put on some music, listen to podcasts and like zone out and like no one bothers me. Totally. The wife stays in the house. Oh. The mm. dogs are put away. Like, <laughs> it's freedom. I mean, if you own a motorcycle, there's only so much you can do. It already goes fast, you know? Yeah. You you, you, do, you work on these little bikes, and there's, like, a ton of stuff you can do. And it's so – you can be so creative with it, you know? Exactly. Dude, and, Crazy. like, the modifications are endless, especially when you think about the ruckus community. Like, I see, like – I see you guys, and I see the videos, and I see the pictures, and I'm just like – you guys are doing the exact same shit we are. Like everyone's making these bikes their own, and like getting that's special. wild with it too, yeah. man. Oh uh, yeah. What is Jason? What do you ride? So for 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 the ruckus people, I rock a Honda too. That's like my main my main ride. I ride I ride a Honda PA fifty two, but mine's actually a Honda PA fifty two clone Ooh. from from Korea called a Jailing. So I have a Jailing clone of a Honda. And <laughs> and, it, and that, that's like my favorite bike. But I have like I'm a mopeders also tend to be hoarders of mopeders and collectors. So I have oh yeah like 15 mopeds, like a lot <laughs> a lot of which don't run that are just piling up, piling up in the garage. But they're they're in there, dude. They're stacked up. <laughs> I think I had that. I had one of. Those. I'm not super fluent. Yeah, I had a I had a PA50 before. Yeah, they're great. Like. I think they're fun bikes. They're var- varied, so you still have like the like you know varied, just like a, like a suitor, like a ruckus. Same kind of tuning. dude. I think one of the fastest uh, mopeds I ever ridden was a Honda Hobbit. My yeah. buddy Nick Claven has one. Holy mm-hmm. crap, that thing is fast. Yeah, same thing. We I, I know Nick. Fucking, he's got the like. Oh, you know Nick? Red and red and cream. Travels a country. You know, like yeah, uh, yeah. An RV. He worked for me for about five years. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, that- that's wild. So Nick's been in my house. Like we've like Nick came through. Like I met Nick 
at a moped rally in Tampa, Florida, before his uh his like, his uncle passed away. He was like st- going down there for summers, and we went to oh, a rally man. down there. And then um, a couple months later, he's like waking his way back up to New York. So he stopped through Richmond, and he stayed with us for or he hung out with us for a day, and we ri- we ripped around the city. And now he just built like a really insane uh, Honda Hobbit with the new like scooter kit. It's like a GUI six. I oh, know what's it called. Is it stage six? Yeah, stage six scooter kit. And he just uh, finally got it running, got it riding, going right. And he like posted some videos the other day, and he hit like I think I think he hit seventy three. Damn. On, yeah, on a moped? <laughs> so I, I would be worried about every other component before the engine at that point. You gotta that think, thing ripped, though. It ripped. That thing ripped. His his bike before was doing 65, just the the, the little PA50 he had. Like, yeah, he's he's dude. a great he's a great dude. And he's like also like a strong like in our moped forums and stuff like that. He's been like pushing like, the Polini variator hard for like years. Like he like preaches the gospel. He's like a evangelist to like his setup. He's like this is the setup you need, like Polini variable. He definitely day, knows his stuff, dude. Oh yeah, he's great. He definitely knows his stuff. He I love the an fact RV that, behind my shop for a while. I love <laughs> the fact that you just started talking about this dude. He was like, "Hey, this guy worked for me," and he's like, "And you were like, yeah, he hung out here, blah blah blah." I was like, "I hope they left on good terms." <laughs> like, oh no, yeah, and this no, guy sucked that he stole all my tools. Uh, Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we definitely had some incidents, but we're definitely good buddies. He's come out to Denver. We hung out and stuff, you know. Like okay. we're we're uh, we're we're cool. He's definitely considered a friend, not an employee, like an ex employee <laughs> or anything anymore. More of a friend. Hell yeah, that's for sure, dude. So why don't you gonna uh, let's go back, dude? Tell us like how you got into like two wheeled vehicles and like these little bikes, and how you kind of made your way to Ruckus as like your platform. Uh, yeah, dude, it's, I, I pretty much the opposite of what you'd think. First bike was a ZX6R Ninja. And, uh, you know, I'd wheelie it. And I'd, I'd try to go into second gear and blew the transmission out. You know, uh, crazy. I'm surprised I'm alive, to be honest with you. Like, stupidest stuff. I wouldn't wear a helmet. I would just cruise doing wheelies. And sh- oh, man. Um, that's how it started. I was probably 19, mm-hmm. something like that. And then the uh, transmission blew up couldn't afford to, to fix it you know splitting the engine cases on a, a four on an inline four street bike is about as hard as you can get so i like videotape myself uh taking it apart and to make a long story short i got a job i was going to go to like mmi motorcycle uh institute mm-hmm. but based on that repair that i did uh i should mention that when i installed the uh the gear into the transmission second gear that was out it wasn't a symmetrical setup, but it looked like it to the naked eye. So I installed it backwards. So I installed that transmission twice, mm. which made me like an actual expert on like not expert, but you know, expert enough to get a job at a dealership, Hell yeah. Yamaha dealership. And she's, I did that for about nine years. I got 15 certifications doing that. And then I was like, okay, I'm not moving up in this company at all. So then remember the old choppers? Yeah. Harley's. And, you know, Orange County Choppers, Jesse James, all that. What was yeah. that 20, 20, 2007 or something like that. Got into that. Um, did that for about I don't know, six years. Then started Rolling Wrench. You know, mobile repair is what it was originally. We had three little. We had little three little smart cards. Yeah. You know, smart cards are a little. We would pack it full of tools and we'd go mobile to people's houses. That's and uh, 
And that's yeah. how Nick, that's what Nick did for me. Nick Clavin, he was rolling wrench tech. That's such here a, in Denver. He moved, that's such yeah. a good idea, man. Just like having like, was how much of it was just cleaning people's carbs over and over and over? A lot. <laughs> uh, I would say like nine, 90% of it, clean carbs, change battery. Easy yeah. 90% of it. Yeah. Dude, endless work. So if anybody ever would want to do that, endless, endless work. Yeah. Literally. I love, dude, I love when you, sometimes when you just tell someone to like, yeah, man, I think you should like, they hit the forums or they hit like, you know, like Reddit or something. And you're just like, yeah, man, I think you should clean the carb. And they're like, I did. I sprayed it down. The, it was spotless. <laughs> On the outside. Yeah. yeah the outside. <laughs> no, I actually did that. I, I, ex- I never thought I. I never thought I would do this, but I did. So uh, <laughs> I, I've got a, a SV650 that I clean the carbs on, spotless, spotless, and then uh, ran it through, uh, you know, clean the tank, ran it, and exact same shit was going on. It's got, it's got to be something more esoteric than the carb. So I brought it to a friend of mine, Carrie, and she was like, yeah, th- this carb is still fucked up. Uh, like it was all the shit that was in the the tank got sucked back in mm-hmm. and it was Ooh. like she was like did you really check the carb i was like yeah i did i'm sorry <laughs> you didn't take the carb out is that the deal with Just no i no there? i took both of them out i i oh, cleaned okay. them put them back in but they got some garbage from the Gunk from the, from yeah, the tank it. like when i ran it through it was it was something that was super old that yeah. that just came those out are good bikes those SVs oh yeah it was sick like once I got the like everything synced up and the carbs actually mm-hmm. cleaned it, it's it's phenomenal I and, ran it all the and time and they were cheap dude they were affordable motorcycles I got mine for like oh, sixteen hundred bucks yeah and it's fast yeah damn, that's super cheap yeah they're oh, cheap yeah. out here and they and they rip <laughs> that's I that I think of that that was one of the only bikes I knocked off a list. Well, fell upside down on it. On oh. no. Yikes, I blame. Yeah. Bl- <laughs> nah, dude. There's, there's plenty of excuses to do that. Brad, that back brake was just trash. It wasn't your fault. Yeah. I got yeah. you. I got you, bro. I back you up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, had armor all in the tires, and when I crimped it in, it was like, all right. Uh. But uh, yeah, so, was, pretty much carb cleans is always. It was always the issue. Pretty much always, and it went service work. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we did that for a while, and then uh, I did that for a long time. And then we started wrench work. Uh, it was like a, a shop, the shop version of rolling wrench. Mm-hmm. We had wrench work, and we had rolling wrench. So, and gave, then, what gave you the idea for rolling wrench? Like, why? Oh, did you dude, try I the mobile thing. So I, when I was laid off, you know how you, you're laid off. You're trying to like, you know, figure things out before your unemployment mm-hmm. runs out, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was. Uh, I was like, geez, I got, I got all these customers from all over the years and they kept calling me to go do stuff, you know? And I didn't like have a shop. And I, most of the time, dude, honestly, like when, when I was working on like most of those bikes, they, it would take forever. Like long story short, at a, if you have a shop, you're going to spend 45 minutes talking to a customer. Then you unload the bike then you push it in. And it's normally like the super quickest thing, like a carb clean, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then you, then they, and you got to call them six times and they come pick it up. <laughs> and then you, you spend 45 more minutes with them talking and trying to get the thing loaded up. So anyway, I would just, I would just say, leave the bike on the trailer. Let me just do it right now. So I got in the habit of doing that. Yeah. So those customers turned into my normal customers, you know, so I would just, I would go to their house and fix their bikes and then turn it into something like huge, like where I 
my wife quit her job and she she became like the the call lady. Oh, and sick. we did that for 10, 10 years. Yeah, we got we had uh, three smart cars and then the wrench work. We had we had it going on for sure, but man, you can only clean so many carburetors and do so many uh, before you burn uh, out oil changes. Yeah, before you're like. Okay, but still, um, three smart fulfilling. cars doing that like all the time. Can you imagine that? That's that's crazy. an operation, right? Yeah, there, man. it's it's impressive, oh, dude. For it's sure. endless. You, and we were backed up a month, dude. You could have kept going. Yeah, I could have. I could have got ten people, probably forty cars. I bet. I bet you. But that's a it's lot really difficult to find the right people. That's the other half of it. But yeah, yeah, that got burned out of that. So, like, it's not that. always about the money, you know. Mm-hmm. It has to be a that's affiliate too, you know, and it wasn't fulfilling me anymore. So that's, that's why we're doing like, I create parts now for Honda Ruckuses and scooters and stuff. And yeah, we so, have an online shop. So that's what I'm doing now. So how was the, how was the transition between like rolling ranch and then the shop? How long were you in a physical location? Um, well we had wrench. Well, I've always had a commercial spot doing rolling wrench, except for maybe the first two years we mm-hmm. did it out of the house. We had a, you know, Larimer street. Have you guys ever been to a, you, you're talking about, Denver, you, you love Denver. Have you ever been to Charlie's Secondhand Tool Store in Denver? I've only been there for moped rallies, so my time's been super compact. Mm. Dude, super, super sweet place. All these old used tools. It's, a, it's right, downtown, right downtown on Larimer Street, but we, we rented a, a little office above there for like six years or something. Nice. Until we got wrench works, and it was like a 2,000-square-foot shop right off 58th and I-25. So that was the transition. We got we got the shop and then did that for a couple of years. And man, I found out that I really didn't want to, I didn't want to do the American dream. We went to trip to Thailand, changed everything. Oh, so man. <laughs> once I got back from Thailand, I was like, <laughs> I got rid of all the employees. And, uh, and then I did rolling wrench by myself for a little while. And then I guess it was 2020, 2019, kind of the transition then, mm-hmm. probably 2019-ish. I was like, I, I, at that point, I was just, I knew what I wanted to do, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, it, there's a transition. You can't just like flip the switch. Yeah. So what happened? Then I started to, <laughs> dude, have you ever been? Have no, you guys ever been? But I like, I, I made this bookmark in my head. He kept going and then I went to Thailand, changed my life. I changed yeah. everything. <laughs> and he just kept going, going. I was like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow What happened? This Thailand Dude, I can talk eyes. the whole podcast on this. I could talk the whole time on this, but dude, give it a quick, I, give it a quick tangent, dude. Let, let's hear it, man. Everyone wants to know. So everybody knows the American dream, you know, two cars, house, you know, that's, that would be the definition of successful. You know, mm-hmm. White nice, nice fence, job. Got it. Yep. Yep. So like, that was my vision. I mean, I mean, I really was really, really money driven with, uh, when, it, when I had wrench works and, uh, and, uh, rolling wrench, you know, that was like the goal. It wasn't like, of course I liked what I did, but, the goal was to like become a millionaire, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one scooter during that time, during time. that time of my life. So then we went, uh, me and my wife were about to get a divorce. We were, it was like, it wasn't good. I worked all the time. You know, I'd be at the shop at 9am. I'd leave at 10pm and be like that seven days a week. I'd never around. Yeah. So my wife, Tia, she's like, they booked a trip to Thailand. I honestly, I didn't even know where Thailand was on the map mm-hmm. and I didn't even do any research about it. I just, we just went, it was three weeks when I got there. Holy crap. It was like another world. It was, uh, literally pe- people are sleeping like at noon, like in their, they like, I've seen this guy like hanging a hammock off the tree to his truck. This was not uncommon, like chilling out, 
it was clear as day that, you know, money wasn't, they weren't driven by, mm-hmm. you know, their job. Like normally whenever you're in America, what's the first person, first thing you, you, you know, you ask somebody or a lot of times it's like, what do you do what for do you work? Do? Yeah. yeah. You, you know, that's not like their, that's not their, uh, what would you call it? Like their, their defining, that doesn't define them. Mm-hmm. You know, their job doesn't define them. So it was, I started picking up on that real quick. They were, they were super happy. Oh, the that culture, super nice. Like, well, I was walking in the street, uh, you know, just random town, not a tourist town. And my backpack like busted, like the, one of the clips. Mm-hmm. And there was, this, and those, ta- the, the streets are kind of full of people, you know, it's like a, not like around here. And the uh, backpack broke and this lady goes like, she seen a break and she like, come on, come over, Check, come here. And she, she, I thought she wanted some money. She looked real poor, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I don't mind giving her some money. She sewed my bag up, you know? <laughs> and then like, I was going to give her some, some cash, like 20 bucks, you know, that's like a week's worth of salary or something close to it, you know, in that area. Give her like 20 bucks. She would not take, and I know she needed it. Yeah. I know she needed it. So I, I handed her the, the dough. She ran back and give it to me. And I, I'm like, no, seriously, you know, I'm like, really trying to give her 20 bucks yeah and uh she definitely wouldn't take it it was and that was just one example that and to make a long story short uh thailand taught me that it's not about the money it's about you know doing what you want to do in life and uh and your family and and uh it's important to stay true to what you're you're trying to do and that's why i asked the question like okay i'm trying i'm so money driven what am i trying to do here you know i'm trying to uh like you ask the question, everybody wants to be a millionaire, but whenever you ask the question, why, why do you want to be a millionaire? And that's yeah. what I was asking myself. Well, so I can have free time so I can work on scooters and I'm like <laughs> asking myself, well, what the, what the hell? Like, uh, let's look at the picture here. So I, basically that was super life changing. When I got back, I was like, well, what I don't want to do is like manage people and get all stressed out over employees and, uh, this and that and work all work for what? So, yeah, that was the transition period where it was like, I'm not trying to like grow. My most important thing for me is to do what I love and have free time. And what do I do now? I do what I love, create stuff, have free time, working on ruckuses, scooters, things like that. And that's really what the vision is, is like, it's not about the money. Of course, you got to have money, you know, to survive. But there's a fine line between that and what you really want to do so that's right now i would say i'm at the pinnacle of not to where exactly where i want to be but but you can dang, see the, pretty you can damn see close the path for sure you're on yeah taking years to get it that was dude. like five years ago you know that's but sick dude work that's in awesome. progress you know and when did you start the youtube channel did you start that like when you got back and you decided to transition into this this new path youtube youtube's uh, i've been doing since uh for like 12 years but I didn't get serious about it until probably uh, 2017, 2018, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for the last couple of years, I've been pretty dialed in on it. Yeah. You know, it's Cause you get a lot of emails and stuff and it's nice to educate people on things and rather than just send them a video, you know, rather than type the whole email, everybody wants to see a video. Yeah. I, I get that same feeling, especially for like just work stuff related. I'm like, dude, I feel like, a thousand times easier for you to make training videos and then have to bog myself down and explaining someone how to do the same task over and over. Totally. Yeah. So that, and then also to be honest with you, you know, that 
makes me feel significant because I'm not dealing with, you know, one-on-one customers anymore. So mm-hmm. seeing comments come in that are positive and stuff, it's kind of cool to make you feel like, you know, you're giving back and stuff. So yeah, you cool. get that, that feedback that like, cause you can do, you definitely get that gratif- that like instant gratification when you like, you get that house call from your moped child or your scooter child, you know, like, Oh dude, like, it's not starting. You swing by, you just fix it in two seconds. You're like, oh, like they shine a light on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels good. I can't, I'm not going to lie. You know, you have some knowledge that you're going to give back and you teach it or they light up, you know? It's cool. Yeah. It's a cool thing. And like, I don't know. The hardest part about fixing stuff is like diagnosis. And like, if, if you're falling into the same problems over and over again because you're seeing all these different scooters, like, it makes it really fast for you to diagnose. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know how many times I've hired um, people from like motorcycle schools and stuff and like, yeah, they're book smart. Actually, they're probably book, more book smart than me. And I've been doing it for at that time, 15 years, you know, mm-hmm. but can they apply it? Dude, you gotta have the experience. Literally. You, you get out the, the hands for like every separate model. Like, what does it mean Seriously. when it chugs? Well, let me turn the page. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's true. I mean, if you can read about how to paint, how to draw and be an artist, but you know, like the minute you try to do it, you got to like try, you have to have the experience, you know? I can only imagine. I think that'd be actually a fun game at like a moped rally or scooter rally or something. All right. Like I want everyone who's never drawn to like, <laughs> we're yeah. going to make an art project. <laughs> We're gonna draw a moped. Yeah, I think it's gonna, it's gonna be hideous. You know that meme of like the the half drawn horse with like the the ass of the horse is really nice, and it gets shittier and shittier. I feel like every oh, yeah. would be like the shitty end of the horse. That's classic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dude. So yeah. I want to. I kind of want to know, like, because I see like your videos and stuff, and I'm like, I want to know a little bit about like ruckus culture, because like I feel like you're like pretty deep in it. I know you sell parts and you're doing all that stuff, but like, are you going to like ruckus, like meetups or rallies? I don't even know what they call them. Yeah. They normally just call it like a small bore rally type thing. And it's most, yeah. When they have, there's a couple big ruckus rallies. Um, the ones that I go to, like you got this, uh, Seattle ferry to ferry ride. Mm-hmm. That's by far one of the top dogs. Super, super fun. And it's not just a ruckus rally. It's all scooters. Mm-hmm. They got even mopeds actually. Yeah, you guys should really consider that ferry to ferry. Uh, ferry to ferry. To, yeah, I have to get you the dates. I don't remember it off the top of my head. It's actually it's interesting. Up. Like the Vespa Club in Seattle, like had an Amera Vespa, which is like this big nationwide rally, and I want to say 2017, and then they like disintegrated from the stress of it. <laughs> so they created like oh, all yeah. these little separate clubs. So huh. they, uh, I guess the, the, the ferry to ferry thing is like completely different. I mean, uh, Seattle's well, I don't know about the have, other one, you know, several scooter clubs. Dude, it's super sweet. Like, uh, yeah, the ride is really freaking cool, but also the other stuff's cool. Just like chilling, you know, you chill, hang out with like-minded people, yeah. chit chat, drink mm-hmm. some beers. Got to chill. You know, uh, stare at the bike. There's this, uh, there's this little shop. It's not even like a shop for like a the public. It's we call it my. It's a dude Miles. We go to Miles Shop. It's right next to Lagunitas Brewery and uh, is it Bremerton? Oh, I forget what city. Seattle, just called Seattle. Yeah. And oh man, super super sweet vibe. You know, he's got this. You just got scooters all over in the shop. It's just like super sweet vibe. And then you got Lagunitas Brewery next door, and everybody's chilling in the parking lot. We're just chatting. You know, go for a ride. It's super sweet. So that's like the 
that's the uh, ferry to ferry ride. And the, it's more about the culture, I think, for the ruckus stuff than it is more of the, uh, it is about the ride. I shouldn't, I, I won't say that, but it's like, for me, it's like 50, 50. Yeah. The chilling and, you know, chatting and talking and, and then also the building, the building is super important, but exactly. they got that one. And then there's another big rally. It's not that big, but it's in uh, Key West, Florida. Oh, sick. that one's pretty sweet. Yeah. That one's called the, uh, what do they call that one? The uh, Key West Contride. Mile zero, that baby. Cool. And then I've there's a wanted, bunch I've of them. I've always wanted to ride in, in Key West. I thought it would be the best Dude, riding ever. It is so awesome. You know, it's like, it's in the evening and it's like 80 degrees. You know, sun's gone down. It's yeah. like, yes. We had, um, so they do this in the Moped community. They do this, uh, this cross country race. Called, uh, called like it originally was called the uh the pinball run and now it's become uh it's called the baker's dozen and the very first pinball they went from uh they went from maine connect like they went from maine to to key west like straight down the, the holy East coast, crap like straight down 95 the first one was, was, was the first one was was grand. They 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 went a little too hard on the first one. <laughs> like that's a pretty long trip. They were like having like Dude, grueling insane. like three hundred sixty mile days, you know, on a moped. You know, maybe doing fifty, breaking down. Like, <laughs> but you wouldn't yeah. want to be the slow one in the pack, breathing in two tea the whole time. You're like, oh yeah, like yeah, <laughs> like that's definitely like that's crazy, dude the craziest race ever but like yeah they ended the first one in key west like um, they're like yeah dude mile zero we made it i'm like thanks i'm glad i got to watch on the internet because my ass could not handle that <laughs> dude i love you moped guys you're always a little rough around the edges and it's, it's like it's always it's always a good conversation yeah like i love like i say i've seen like uh you had like one of your buddies and on your instagram or on your or on your YouTube or something that had a Moto Compo. And I'm like, dude, that's like the Holy grail of like mopeds. Like, like every oh, Honda no. moped dude would be like, what a Moto Compo? Like, Holy shit. Dude, it's so sweet. But, I want one. It's like that is an investment. Like <laughs> yeah. you invest oh, in Bitcoin yeah. or a Moto Compo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, they're fucking pricey right now. Like you can't just buy one. <laughs> like, I know. I could never bring myself to bite like a four thousand dollar bullet on a moped. <laughs> I know, not a, not unless it's like an investment. You know, you're going to get it back. Like holy crap, because it's not a usable scooter. Yeah, you know, none of us would yeah. sell it, dude. Like we don't. We're like, yeah, like you just tell your wife it's in the savings account. You know, the worst. <laughs> would part, you just look at it? <laughs> yeah, the worst part with the Moto Compo is you would get the Moto Compo, you would spend all your money on it, you'd look at it, and then like a week later, you'd be like, now I got to get the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True story. Yeah, <laughs> dude, those moto combos are so sweet. Dude, the Honda's got some crazy designs. Some something about like if the more ugly they are, the cooler they are. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys know what a Yamaha C3 is? Oh yeah, actually, uh, we were looking at your Instagram. The one that looks like a fucking rolling cooler. Yeah, yeah, dude. absolutely. So, I love Yamaha C3s, and they open weird. So they op- the the seat opens like to the side, like ninety degrees. I want to say, yeah, yeah. It, they're they're dude, so I, bizarre. I got like a hundred dollars worth of groceries one time. <laughs> they all, they, I mean, they literally look like a cooler. Like if you put a yeah. drain plug on that bitch, you could just roll up with a hundred beers. <laughs> That's uh, don't they make like a like a big yeah. like a big version of it too? Is there like a longer, well, they had that like a longer one? Oh, well, the Morpheus. The Morpheus yeah. That long, 
actually some dude at ferry to ferry they had uh they had a bunch of beers in there like they had a bunch of blue ribbon chilling yeah. in there with some ice yeah. <laughs> that'd be the move for sure oh man i'm more oh, hey. i uh there was a guy who worked at uh this history museum up the street, the Virginia museum of history and culture. And he had a Morpheus uh-huh. with like a long, like custom seat and everything. I was like, Oh yeah. They're kind of rare. Guy? I kept putting like cards from my club on it. Like, hey, call me <laughs> up. Let's talk. Nope. That's no classic. Yeah. I love what, that. So what do you guys do? Like when, what would be a typical, like, uh, what would be a typical meetup for you guys? I want to, I want to see how it compares to like, you know, if the ruckus guys are like, let's meet up. Yeah, I mean, that's, what, would be, what would it be like? That's it, dude. That's definitely what we get into. Because one, I think we all need, we all need to combine forces and have like massive like four hundred people rallies. I right. think that would be sick. Like little Hell bikes, yeah. can, little bikes combine. Yeah, but uh, moped rallies like they've gotten like so moped culture or the quote unquote moped army. If you go to mopedarmy.com, that's like our online forum. So you can like, mm-hmm. that's like the big heard of it. home base of like mopeds or whatever. And then there's like, you know, Facebook groups and all this stuff. That's the shit now. But 20 years ago or 22, 23 years ago now, like Moped Army started with one branch in Michigan and they do like a barbecue in the summer on a holiday. And it'd be like, they'd have like no rules race around the city. You know, they're like party in the parking lots and like, you know, having a little barbecue and then everyone goes home. And then like from there, like they started the forum and they started finding all these other like-minded clubs and like adding branches. And now it's everywhere. It's like every major city and like all these little small cities have like a moped club, but it's small. Like it's still like a super niche culture. So yeah, this city's got a moped club, but there might be like seven of them. <laughs> you know, it's not like, uh-huh. it's not huge, but we're still like yeah. on a forum. We're still online and we're like, coming together for these rallies and you show up and it's like they're kind of structured now like it's gotten like everyone's kind of doing the same formula it's like all right cool like friday night's the meetup and everyone meets up and then there's a night ride and then like you know you come back and party and like talk talk about mopeds and stare at the bikes and like you know chat and then the next day it's like the long ride and they do like the saturday long ride and you come back and they feed you food and you know they uh they got free beer. So very similar. Yeah, they wrap. Very, very similar. Super similar. We raffle off bikes, so there's always like a raffle bike. All the uh, like, like, like you, like you're a rolling wrench. You sell parts online, so we'd hit you up and you donate a bunch of parts or a gift card or something to your shop. So we do that for all the moped distributors, like Treatland, Dose Cycles, Denny Cycle. We hit all these people up and like, you know, helmet companies, a local scooter shop, and everyone kicks in, you know, what they can, and like the club you know, Bill's a sick bike and we raffle the bike off and we raffle off a bunch of parts and then we party the rest of the night and everyone stays up really late doing cocaine or whatever the fuck's happening. You never know. You never know what's, which way they're going to go. And then and so you're so, sniffing, snorting, drinking, lick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real, real late. Hopefully you didn't go too hard Friday night and miss the Saturday ride. And that's, then, the, worst. <laughs> that's the worst. And, and then we, then Sunday, like, you know, people leave early or they hang around. Sunday's always more chill. It's always like, yeah, we'll do a little ride and like do something small, kick around the city. Or, you know, that's pretty much the ride general. Ride out your hangover. Yeah, that's that's the general. Brunch like, ride. Like the brunch ride is yeah. a thing and scooter thing sometimes. The, then there's like a couple like, you know, off like different things where like, all right, this rally is going to be a scavenger hunt. 
So you're like, yeah, we're doing something different. We're doing a scavenger hunt. But we've had like five, six scavenger hunts by now. Now it's like, all right, guys, we've done too many scavenger hunts. We got to do something new. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's there's, cool. there's yeah. definitely. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying that's cool. That's that's very similar. Yeah, I mean, definitely it's, very similar. That's a good time. Computer. You know, just yeah, why, we definitely need to mix and match. Yeah, for sure. I think because like they're all open essentially. Like, our Annie's got a scooter club and. They've been hosting scooter rallies in Richmond forever, and the moped scene shows up to all their events. We're like, yeah, we're in. Like, then they got big bikes there. There's little bikes there. Like, you know, yeah. There's definitely a mix at those uh, rallies because there's like, you know, people who just want to ride and hang out. There's people who are like super, super serious about like their like era perfect scooters and stuff. Like, so there's, you know. People up to like, like restored, yeah, like you know, concourse level scooters or whatever, yeah. you know. So you'll have like sixty-five year olds with something like that, and then like you know, a twenty-year-old with something like a C three, and that's why yeah. that's kind of why I love going to the his scooter rallies because like you get to see like these like legit like vintage Vespas, and like and then you get to see like the two thousand fucking twenty brand new money bag bike and you're like, damn. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I rode it on I rode it. Yeah, like I rode my hop I rode my scooter here on the highway. Like what? Yeah. Like, it's a different <laughs> like yeah. it's a, it's a different world to me. Cause like all our rallies are like, cool, we have to trailer everything in and we have to make sure all all the moped rallies have a chase vehicle to break down all the bikes that oh. break down. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> Uh, is, um, is treats like the big, the big guy in the, in the game? Yeah. Treatland is the, is the big shop. Like they're the big online shop. I was wondering about that. Or, so at least for mopeds, for, for sure. mopeds. And, yeah. And in the for, States. for mopeds. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're super cool to us too. And oh, they, yeah. they, for our last rally, uh, shout out to treats. They, they donated all these gift cards, but then they, they have like a new tire business mm-hmm. where they, uh, they donated just all these tires so we were giving away tires left and right. I mean, yeah. it was awesome, dude. I love their structure. It's like you get taco points when you when you <laughs> buy stuff. That's like so sweet. Or when you get into their website, it's like a just like a seventies, uh, like what is that? Like a card, like a something the that they next generation in. or whatever. <laughs> and all the all the yeah, like so, all, I love the vibe. R.I.P. Taco points. They stopped doing them, but like, but like oh, they all, did. Yeah, but all the but all the all their like descriptions are super perfect. <laughs> Like I you agree. just read the descriptions, you're like, oh man, all right. <laughs> like it's great. Heck yeah. And they're all homies, dude. Like one of our one of our buddies, like that used to live in Richmond, moved out there, and he's like, you know, he answers a lot of the emails. He works out there. And then like I got dudes in my club that work there. And I'm just like, dude, Treeland's sick. But like that's like they're like the big one for the states. There's like them, there's our buddies Dose Cycles down in um Atlanta and you know they sell parts, but they they're also like the big bike importer. They they like a lot of the rare stuff that you don't see in the states. They're importing and like you know cool. We got this, we yeah. got we got this one of one. My buddy like, uh, doing the legwork. My yeah. buddy Drew got that Peugeot through them. Did you mm. know that? No. He got a uh, a Peugeot. What's it called? A Griffin or something like that. Hmm. It's a it's a one twenty five uh, Euro spec scooter that they. Uh, snuck into a, a crate just for him <laughs> and it, it's sure. it's beautiful it's really nice i'm like once it's created you just ship what you want right <laughs> i mean 
works. So I have no idea how they have it titled here. They're probably just calling it, you know, 50cc moped. Just if you're in Colorado, you don't need a title. 50cc mm. or less. Just nice. Get a little motorized bicycle sticker. Lucky riding. I have now. a, um, I have a, um, was a Piaggio Grande, like in storage unit. Is that worth Is that thing desirable or what? It, should I sell that or what, what's the deal on those? Uh, I think it's pretty decent. Piaggio bike. Grande. The Grande frame. Talk to, like the talk best, to Thomas the about Vespa, that. He's like, all about the Vespa Grande. Vespa Grande is like one of the most original moped frames ever made, dude. It's a cool frame. So where should I go with it? Should it, should it just be uh, sold as parts or should it be fixed up and sold as original? Should it be hot rotted out? Depends deal on, on that? Depends what you want, dude. I'd say you fucking throw a fucking GUI 6 in and you ride it at sc- Ruckus Rallies. A GUI 6. Yeah. That'd be classic. <laughs> ride it at Ruckus Rallies and flex on all those boys. Like, yeah, none of you guys have this frame. <laughs> That'd be wild. <laughs> it's all about the crossover now, man, right? Oh, yeah. Put electric <laughs> in there. What's that trailer? Those are my batteries. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what's uh what's like the what's what's your your whole sitch going on now, dude? Like just like YouTubing and you're selling the parts. You want to get into that? Kind of how you got into the yeah, custom I've, parts. I've stuff? been creating parts. That, that's like the ultimate goal, dude. Is for me at least is like creating parts and seeing them on bikes. It's so rewarding. You know what I mean? Make a living and stay creative, doing wiring harnesses. Uh, we have our own line of big bore kits and motor parts. We've got, you know, fuel injected. Uh, we've been getting into the fuel injection stuff. Mm-hmm. Got our own uh, uh, tuners and things like that. Super fun. Super, super fun. And did you, did, was this all self-taught? Yeah, yeah. Just shoes. I, I think I've been doing it for 23 years now, you know, back and forth figuring things out i mean I, of course you know you you're always learning you don't know at all yeah so i've got a question you know, about but, the the general ruckus culture was it always so right now you know if you just look up you know custom ruckuses it's always going to be the super stretch it's always going to be like you know very rough and ready looking um you know with like a bigger pipe you know, maybe a bigger engine, um, you know, maybe they put like a, a, like a metropolitan front end on it, but like, mm-hmm. was it always about that look or do you feel like it's evolved over time? It's definitely evolved. But I think that the, that look goes hand in hand with when you, once you put that GUI six in, everybody wants more power. That's mm-hmm. like the, the, tr- the trend is you get a, you, you buy a brand new rocket, mm-hmm. then you want, you know, it goes stock 40 miles an hour close to that depends where you live 40 let's call it 45 they want it's cool you go 45 but when you hit a hill you know it's gonna not gonna have any balls so and you know you do the upgrades eventually you do all the upgrades and you're like i love this thing i just wish it was faster that's Mm -hmm. when the gy6 comes in Mm -hmm. well the gy6 has a longer engine case than the stock motor and uh i mean i sell a kit where it's like just a 10 inch wheel stock rear wheel size 10 by 5 stock front wheel and you, you try not to stretch it you try to just make it look stock as possible you know mm-hmm. and uh it still is stretched that's the that's what happens is the gy6 goes hand in hand with it being stretched so it, the minute the gy6s were introduced that's where the stretch started and people just and then once going you, once you do them. that you kind of lean into it so yeah you, you totally to. i mean see i have one i have a ruckus with a 232 cc go 100 miles an hour stretched 16 inches 
and it looks cool, but it is not rideable at all. I think <laughs> it's, a, it's probably like four inches off the ground. You know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really like not that fun to ride unless you're hot rodding around, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so uh, I, I took, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I, the next, the next build that I did was, uh, was, uh, the total opposite. I was like, I want to ride this thing. <laughs> I do not want to, I, I, this is old. This is old for me. It looked cool. It was cool to build, but not rideable. Yeah. So I, I, the next one was an eight inch stretch, which is as close as possible. Like the motor is nearly touching the frame, push the back wheel in as far as you can, you know, without the engine hitting the, the frame. And then I, uh, you know, I raised the, raised it up as high as it can go without the engine hitting. And that one's rideable. That one's really like fun. You can go around the canyons. You're not scraping. There's no, it's, that's the one I, so I got like two ruckuses. One that's, one that's for that and the other for hot rodding straight line. Like one is for that Florida rally where you're, where you're, where you're driving in a straight line on really flat roads. <laughs> and one's for that, uh, that Denver Hill yeah. session. And if you ever ridden a ruckus, <laughs> like have you ever, you've ridden a ruckus? Yeah, I've ridden a ruckus. Like they're, they're low already. So it's like, yeah. man, getting much lower is not the best idea, like for rideability. Um, for one of our rallies, uh, Dogwood, which is like a camping rally, we had a ruckus that was like the bathroom bike because if yeah. you like kind of slipped out or something, it was like completely stock. And if uh-huh. you needed to go use the bathroom or whatever, you just kind of wander. Oh, I don't want to go. Fucking up the hill. It's quiet. No, no one you, knows you're pooping. You, you you get on the ruckus and you just kind of like pull around to find a quiet spot, and uh, yeah. it, it, like it, that's why we designated it, like because it was so low that even if you fell over or something, who cares? It's not that big of a deal. That's hilarious. and those stock ruckus is literally a sewing machine. They don't they don't have a starter. You can't hear them start. They're quiet as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. Like, uh, there were other campers and everything. We never woke them up or anything with that ruckus, no matter how close we got. The perfect bathroom bike. <laughs> Just cut a hole in the, in the seat and, you know, <laughs> put a bag. You, cru- no. you can cruise and poop at the same time. No, that's what the, that's what the vest was for, dude. <laughs> the cruise and poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, dudes, I, I, uh, the next build I'm going to do is a 2T build. I'm going to do a, a 2T ruckus, which that, that'll be fun. Yeah. You know? So what kind of, is there like a big, I wouldn't think that there's a whole lot out there with 2T ruckuses. So is no, there like dude, a, there's not a lot. So what are you trying to put on there? That's like a two stroke engine. You could put a Zuma pre or you could put it, not a pre bug, just a Zuma motor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I'm going to do that RC one pure all billet like motor. Just, just as like, I try to go over the top just because my YouTube channel, you know? Yeah, get, yeah, yeah. You got to get, you got to get people uh, a reason to watch you. And if you're just doing like the, you know, standard build and, you know, hmm. kind of got to stick out in the crowd, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's what I like to do is just like the crazy, like over the top build. So that 2T, I mean, total big, big difference that you guys know from 4T to 2T. You know, 2T is like a turbo comes on so, so strong. Oh yeah. It's all you know? right there all at once. Power That's the fun part. Death, two, you can't. Two T is like by far the funnest for sure. Yeah, you know, more, more, uh, in my opinion, more fickle. It'll break more, but it's fun. And yeah. something about that sound, yeah, dude. Nothing's mm-hmm. better than a two-stroke sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get into that though. Be like, as far as uh, man, I couldn't even imagine like 
Joe Schmo putting a two T top end in, and you could fry one of those cylinders in like five seconds. Five uh, minutes. Yeah. 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 Oh, you, you didn't set yeah. your ring gap there, buddy. There. Yeah. <laughs> I blew up on the oh, first start. Oh, two to one. It was oil starved, and you didn't know. Well, you know, it is what it is. I've broken lots of mopeds. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, they're easy to do, yeah. especially with, especially like what I see what Nick has. Jesus, like just some of those huge motors on those little, like not even built for that. Like that's crazy. It's, that's what makes it cool, though. Yeah, you know, you guys, you, you're so innovative. So Love speaking it. of what makes it cool, like I've got a question for me. Like I've got an answer for this for me, but I'll just ask you, like, why the ruckus? What what? about the ruckus speaks to you like gets to your soul you know like mm-hmm. what what about it like beyond like you know in the world of scooters mopeds motorcycles what about the ruckus the for me is like the abundant modifications out there that you can do it's like the jeep of car world you know you can buy there's so many you can go this way you can go that way it's you you could build ruckuses for 10 years and change them on every build and they're never going to be the same because there's that many probabilities of different. Uh, that's why I like it. Cause you can make it your own and with, you know, with sh- parts off the shelf is really cool to me. Yeah. That's why the ruckus. It's definitely a thing. You guys are, when it comes to accessories and different wheels and parts and my, like you guys got it for sure. It's a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Like mopeds. There's only, so many mopeds and they're not making new ones. So we all have the same bike, so we can change paint. We can change, you know, this and that, or unless you're going crazy hard and you're fabricating a lot of stuff. Like we only have so mm-hmm. far we can go. Yeah. That's like the main thing though. I just like to, uh, I, like I told you guys, I'm it's for me, I think it's more about the build than it is the ride. And that's like the ultimate, like I've built, crotch rockets i built choppers i built all of these things and that that ruckus man they're always come back to that it's like what can you how can you make this different how can you make it different than everybody else's you know while having off the shelf parts and stuff you know yeah. and to be honest with you it's nice to be able to design these products so that somebody can just buy them and you know, slap them on real easy yeah like making that, that part's cool too and then, and you have like it's like you have a good niche because you have like there's a good like amount of people like if you, if you were building parts for mopeds it's like all right cool your pool's kind of limited but you're building parts for ruckus community there's a lot more so you you know you can you can i don't even understand how there is like a how i make a living like how hell you're talking about scooters that's a niche yeah. you're talking about ruckuses that's a niche inside well, a niche yeah, how's there even like sure. a business for that like <laughs> I, I mean, people. When people ask me what what I do for work, and I, I it's hard to look for them to understand that. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got a. It's just weird. We have a local shop in town. Uh, I can't think of what they're called off the top of my head right now. But they make um, they make custom, they make custom uh, Honda cafe parts. So they're like a cafe part guy, and like I'm like, yeah, cognito mode. Yeah, cognito. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is the same shit. I'm like, they got a CNC mill, and they just make a bunch of custom like. You know, cafe parts, and I'm like, damn, dude, that's tough. Like, <laughs> cafe only. Dude, those are those are cool too, though. Like, yeah, I but that's the same thing. Like, how to is there enough 
Can you do that for a living? Yeah. It's crazy. Like, is there enough business? Like, can you relace yeah. enough wheels? Like <laughs> there, that there's absolutely enough for like hipster cafe racers. Like I went into a, uh, you know, it's a store that sells like, you know, artisanal soap and like you know, <laughs> fucking a knife that's like a hundred dollars. It's like, you know, true oh, yeah. built or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, they had a bunch of shit like that. And then on one shelf, they had a book that was like, how to build your own motorcycle. <laughs> and it was like a bunch of people oh. with like curly mustaches <laughs> and like cafe racers and shit. And it was, so it was like in the same category as like, I'm going to get my beard oil. And also my cafe racer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. I like it. yeah, that sounds about right. Dude, hell. Uh, those cafe bikes are sweet. I'd love to build one of those. Um, uh, my next like big thing that I want to do for motorcycle related is one of those BMW R100. Mm-hmm. Those cafe bikes. Yeah. So there's so many different ways you can go with these. Like, I I actually want to try a moped. I want to. I would love to build a moped. You know. Do it after dude. riding Nick's. I was like, damn, I need I need one of these in my life. They're fun, man. Oh and, hell yeah! And it's like the same. You get the same. Like literally, I you get the same feel. Like when Annie asked the question a little bit ago, I was like, we, like I say it all the time. I said it earlier. I was just like, any one of us, like between the three of us, because we're from the three different cultures, but we're all essentially doing the uh-huh. same thing. I think any of us could have gone in any other direction. Like it's all about oh, what, sure. it's all about the bug that bit you first, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, oh, dude, I can get down on any of those, like anything with a motor. I can get, I dude, I have an electric motorcycle. I get down on that too. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like the furthest thing from like what we're talking about, you know. Yeah, is anything with two wheels? It's man, it's just so fun. Which electric motorcycle Tinkering. do you have? I have a Zero FXS. Pretty yeah. sweet. Good one. Doesn't Massey cool. have one? Isn't yeah, that the one that Massey has? Yeah, that's uh, what Scoot Richard was selling for a while. The first one they got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's... Uh, Super he, fast, dude. And he just sounds like a ghost. He just sneaks up on you. <laughs> zip. They're it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a... Two, it's, those electrics are like 2T. Yeah. If you don't own... If you've never ridden one, you don't know what you're missing. It, like, you can't compare a four-stroke to a two-stroke. Yeah. Two totally different things. Yeah. Same thing with, like, the electric stuff. You... You ride one, then you're like, oh, okay. But yeah. I can't only have an electric bike. The range isn't there. Yeah. I got to have, like, you know, something else. Uh, that's why I haven't bought one yet, dude. Like, we have, like, a, there's a pretty decent, there's a couple of decent, like, electric moped companies out there now. Like, there's a good handful. Mm-hmm. Like, we got Huck Cycle down in the Carolinas. We got um, Onyx out in San Francisco. And they're like, making cool bikes they're electric they look like mopeds and they're fast as fuck the onyx is <laughs> in person looks sweet yeah that guy who showed up with one to our rally it mm-hmm. was unbelievable and they and they ripped not that, that instant power like like you said like it makes you feel like it's two stroke like it it comes on hard and oh, it does. you're just like at max speed hi i turn the throttle now I- i'm going fast so you get i, that I couldn't even picture a moped with it being electric though that's a, I mean It'd be cool, but I couldn't even picture that because for me in my head, moped like the the whole thing is that two stroke that in there in there. It'd be weird not to have that. Yeah, there's this um there's this guy down in Florida who's doing um moped like vintage moped conversions. He was making conversion uh-huh. kits to make like make like old Tomoses into electric. And like, mm-hmm. he's got a YouTube channel too. It's like a moped emporium or I can't remember. We had one, we had him on podcast a while ago, but like, 
it's cool. It's like, yeah, you're making these kits just bolt on electric to a moped and like, definitely cool. But is it for, it's, it's, you gotta be a certain guy to, yeah, want to, to want it. I, I need that noise. You know? I, something about the, uh, the sound of the bike. I need like little children covering their ears when I pass. You get that little speaker <laughs> that you put in there. So you know. <laughs> simulate it. I, I, simulate yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Put a card in the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that poor card would suffer, dude. <laughs> uh, dude, hilarious. But uh, I was like, damn, dude. Like, definitely get what you're saying about building your bikes and like, you know, like just endlessly building and like you're you're a professional. Like, you're building clean bikes. Like, you watch your YouTube channel, you look at your Instagram, and the stuff you're building's super legit. Like, most of my friends are building mopeds. There's there's dudes out there do, they're doing legit builds. Like, Nick's build is legit. It's like they're appreciate you guys support on that. Yeah. Like people that are doing stuff like all the way out tight. I respect it. And then I respect all the homies that are doing moped stuff, you know, with duct tape and glue and whatever, whatever it takes, you know, so oh, hell yeah. bike running too. Like, you know, something that's the cool that. thing about it is I don't discriminate, you know, like yeah. I, we, I, you know, you, you got the chuckets. <laughs> you heard of that. Like, I have not. It's like the fake, the fake ruckus, the Chinese version. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen these. There's a couple Dude, different I work versions, with a lot aren't of guys there? Like that. There's like, yeah. aren't there a couple? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a couple different companies making those. Some more legit than others. Most of them not legit at all. But it's all kind of yeah. I mean, you you can't discriminate though because everybody's got to start somewhere, and a lot of times people don't realize what they're getting into. You know, yeah. and they'll mess with it, and they'll be like, uh, "Yeah, I save up and I'll get a rocket." You know. Yeah. Sometimes they're just happy with it. It just uh, everybody's all into the same thing, but some some people don't have the budget for it, you know. True. I feel like that's a sometimes too like the scooter and the ruckus path. Like I've like tried to direct people that way when they wanted to get into mopeds because mopeds mm-hmm. are like are they're old and they're finicky and they break a lot. And sometimes, like if you're not buying something that's like been like completely refurbished or like something that's gonna like be legit and run for six months straight like the woes of like having a bike that breaks out the gates and has a lot of problems turns people off and sometimes if they got like a ruckus or a scooter or something that this just worked cool i bought this bike and i've been riding it every day for a year and i haven't had any problems yeah, I'm neglecting yeah. stuff, and it's probably needs a tune up or needs some work. But like, it works. It turns on. I can ride it. Like, I feel like the moped stuff in my head. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but you have two types of people. You have the people that that uh, they own a motorcycle, scooter, AT, whatever it is, and they want to just ride. And then you got the people that want to modify, fix, learn, and ride. I don't see. I couldn't see one of the just want to ride kind of guys owning a moped seems to me that, you know, they're like you explained, they're finicky, they're old. Seems to me that you would, that would go hand in hand in the moped culture that you're a, you're a wrench also. Is that true? Yeah, definitely. There's definitely people who like, they don't want a wrench and they're more than happy and willing to like pay that local shop or pay the, the homie that's, that does that to fix it for them. Like you mm-hmm. like rolling wrench, like, cool. They just call you up. And like, you know, you clean their card for them. There's definitely those people out there, which is like, all right, cool. That's fine. But there's a, there's a small percentage though, right? Yeah. Small percentage. There's a limit to that too. It's like, how long are you going to deal with that before you're like bummed out? 
So, yeah. But the ones that don't get bummed out about it, they're like, all right, cool. My shit broke. I'm going to go fix it. Like they're, they're here to stay. They're always learning at least for a couple of years until, cool until they buy the big bike. They get the real thing. <laughs> I think dude, uh, I figured it out. The, the, what's the commonality between the ruckus people and the moped people. That's it, dude. Most ruckus people, not that they break down. Ruckuses are super reliable straight mm-hmm. out of the box. But anybody that, that buys a ruckus and wants to modify them, they're kind of a wrench and a rider together. I yeah. think that's the same thing with a moped. I think that's the, com- the common denominator. Same thing with vintage scooter, guys. They're, they're down to tinker. Yeah. One thing that I really yeah. like about the whole idea of ruckuses is you can get them right out of the box and they ride perfectly and you ride them for like a year, two years and you get tired of what they're doing. And then you go into customizing them. Like then you, you can like dip your toes in as slow as you want into like that wrenching. True story. Yeah. Yeah. True story. You can't do that with a moped. Cause a deep end is deep. Yeah. (laughs) Moped. You're just getting thrown right in. Like that's it. Uh, like, uh, like a, a, a perfectly legit moped that, that a perfectly legit person sells you the next day could break down. They, they didn't know anything about it. They just, you know, it is what it is. That's the game. So, or you can come from the bicycle world yeah. and then get a moped and you're like, oh, we can just pedal. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> dude, I came from the bicycle world, dude. I was riding fixed gears before I got into mopeds. Oof. Really? Yeah. I wonder if Lance Armstrong has one. <laughs> Oh man! I'm well. <laughs> technically, he did, right? <laughs> what did you uh, think? He, he wasn't no. enhancing his performance, right? You know. Uh, oh yeah, he's taking taking a steroid. You know, yeah, yeah. You know. I know there were some of those like Tour de France bikes where guys had like the like secret like electric shit like built in, like where they hit their oh, like shit. brake lever and they're like they kick like a kick electric like their motor. Like, did that really? Did oh that really yeah. Go down. Yeah, that's definitely like some like scam shit that happened in like the bicycle world. Oh, Jesus. What a bunch of cheaters, huh? <laughs> They're like, oh, man, he's, like, shifting gears, but he's not, like, putting out more power. Like, the bike's, like, you know, maintaining or some shit. Like, yeah, they got caught. Look at his leg. It didn't even flex while he's pedaling. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy, man. That's funny to see, too, like, all the bicycles that are rolling around now with, with the electrical assist. They're like, yeah, I just bought the bicycle with the electric assist. They're like, there's, like, yep, this guy's not pedaling that bike at all. Like, barely pedaling and flying down the road. No, dude. So there's weird. a there's this company called T5K. They were in the Key West that ride, and he builds an electric rocket that rips. It rips. That thing was so fun. Does electric rocket. Is it like something that he sells, or is it like just a one-off? So he's working towards creating a kit that you can bolt onto your rocket. Ah. Uh-huh. Which it really looks good. Well, it depends on what you're what you're into. But if you like the stretch ruckus stuff uh-huh. with the fancy wheels, it looks like that. And it's super clean. You should look them up when you're free. T5K Motorsports. Uh, believe me, dude. I already Googled it. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, looking at it now, man. Go, go to Instagram. That's like his main thing, Instagram. But uh, yeah, I, did a, I actually did a YouTube video on that. And then there's another dude, uh, FLP here local. And he has an electric. He does electric grom swaps. Nice. Just started getting into that. So we used to like invite like the Grom, like we used to be like a little Grom club around town and we'd always invite them to like our, our moped rallies. Cause it's like same shit. Yeah. Like I'm, we're always down the road with anybody. So it's like, yo, we, what's up, man? You got this little bike, bring it out, dude. We got people coming to town. 
Them guys are always wheeling hard, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> give them all the space they want, man. Do you, do you, do you guys get moped guys that wheelie? Is that kind of not really common? So, like, if you, if you watch like Euro videos and stuff, there's been like guys who moped who wheelie mopeds or whatever for like forever, like long time ago. But currently, like right now, like in the states, we have which we've had them both on the podcast. We have a club in Raleigh, South Carolina, in Raleigh, North Carolina, called uh, Fuck Man. Of course, I draw a blank right now. Like, there's a club in Raleigh, South Carolina that wheelies mopeds. It's like a little crew of them. And then we also uh-huh. have uh, our homie Squirrel from... I'll send you his link and stuff on Instagram. Our homie Squirrel from Philly. He's in this club called Legion. And he's like the moped wheelie god of the states. Like, really? Like, like uh, knee, knee knocking, fucking super manning, like dancing on the seat. Like foot, between, like foot between his hands on the handlebars, like doing all the mo- all the tricks you would do on a on a dirt bike or on a motorcycle. Like he's doing them on a moped, and then he's turning around he's the up. next day and doing it on a Harley, and he's turning around the next day and oh. doing it on a sport touring motorcycle. Like he can wheelie anything now. He's and then then he's oh, riding, yeah. riding with all the little kids in town doing it on a bicycle. Like now he's at the stage where he can wheelie anything. And then there's like another YouTuber oh, called uh, Two Stroke J who um, like was just a wheelie dude on YouTube, like, you know, wheelie and like dirt bikes and stuff like his whole, like from a Grom can't wheelie shit to like, you know, being good at wheelies, like all like documented on YouTube or whatever. And then he got uh-huh. in the moped. So he's like wheeling mopeds and stuff now. Nice. And it's cool to see. What about that? that? It's awesome. What about that dude? I just thought of something that, that I mean, you guys probably know him, that two stroke stuffing. He's building the fastest moped. Yeah, freaking motor on the planet. So, so I had him on the podcast Something. like uh, two months ago, or like a month or two ago. Like, really? Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that guy's cool. He's he's sick, dude. Like he's he's just like I'm I'm, I'm really pumped for him now because he's like he quit his job. He's gone a hundred percent like in on this. Like he can like support his life like off the YouTube and his patrons. Oh, really? Yeah, and his patrons and stuff. Like he's like just That's got awesome. to the point where he can finally quit his job. So I'm like, I respect that a hundred percent. Like, cool. Like now you can, Oh like, yeah. People respect what you're doing and they back you enough to like, you know, support you. And he's got sponsorships now. Like, Oh, like this episode's brought to you by this fucking super shitty, like wallet. Look at our wallet. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Oh hell yeah, dude. Plug it away, buddy. You need me to click a link. I got it's, you. That's <laughs> so badass. It, he does some cool stuff. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to see the finished product. And he's just trying, and he's just trying cool stuff. And it's like so much of it self-taught. Like, cool. Have you ever used a CNC machine? Like, have you ever used a lathe? No. You just taught yourself how to use all this shit. Like, oh, perfect, we're, perfect. You're, <laughs> you're programming parts. Like, you're creating parts, cause, and you just like taught yourself how to fab. Like, you're like, what? Like, this shit's crazy yeah. to me. Like, which is like, it's not crazy. It just shows if you want to do something, just fucking do it. Which is like, yeah, that's I. That's what I love about it. Is like. The guys that just dive in. Yeah. I always try to promote that. You know, if you do anything, you've got to put your heart heart into it, you know? Yeah. It's sick, dude. Yeah, he, he's a cool dude for sure. What was his name? Do you remember his first name? I can't remember off the top of my head. Like, I'm I'm so forgetful when it comes to names. Like, yeah. you're lucky your name's you rolling. you got to use it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm lucky. You're lucky your name's rolling, dude. It makes it easy. <laughs> yeah, true. Last name, Wrench. <laughs> So, hey, Mr. Wrench, let me ask you a question. Uh, so you had your whole thing going, uh, you know, with your parts and all that. When did you decide to make the YouTube channel go along with it? Or was it kind of like a contemporaneous thing? 
So if I didn't have YouTube, I wouldn't ever be in a scenario where I could sell anything, parts, any of my parts. Yeah. YouTube has gone hand in hand with that. If it wasn't for YouTube to this day, I nobody would know who I am. Nobody would know anything about my parts. So yeah, that YouTube definitely, the, I need, I need, that's a part of it. The reach of the algorithm is, is real. Like, Oh hell yeah. Dude, like, it's the most powerful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And I've done, I used to own an advertising company. Uh, and that was, this is powerful. YouTube is powerful. Like I really regret, like seriously, I hundred, like before I even started podcast, I was talking to Andy about it. Like I a hundred percent regret not like filming all of this and like doing the podcast oh, totally. on YouTube from day. Not long. too late, dude. No, it's not. I'm not gonna, too late. Like, I'm going to do it. But like, I'm like so anal about it now. It's like, I feel like if I'm, if I'm going to do it, I got to do it legit. You know, I'm like, all right, I need uh-huh. multiple camera angles. I need like, I need like someone in the corner pushing the fucking buttons for me. Like, <laughs> and like, how, how it's really I- easy, dude. Yeah. Real honestly, I do my live. Have you seen my live? My yeah, live yeah. I, I saw the couple of setups too, like where you're just kind of walking around, and you kind of see the different cameras. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. That's you it. could do it so easy, and I'd be happy to help you. It's easier than you think. I think. Sick. Hell yeah. Like I know I bought a couple lights already. Like I've been buying parts for it, like and little stuff here and there. But like, nice. I want to get into it for sure. But yeah, like YouTube's sick, dude. Like. Like once, like, I don't know, just having like that platform or something that helps like get out what you're doing and like bring awareness is like cool. Like more eyes on you, like makes it a lot easier to like support your business. Oh, hell yeah. And the cool thing like is they, they take care of their, uh, you know, the, the that platform. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I just hit a hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah. Freaking 12 years of work. I hit that this, oh, this weekend here. I was like trying to find one of those buttons. I have some shit somewhere. Not a joke. It's not one of those. There we go. Hey, there it is. I had to give you some cheering, but I haven't touched those buttons in a really long time. So I forgot which so one you, you, you touched the like, we fucked up buttons way more than the celebration buttons. Perfect. Perfect. It's like, dude, I hit 100,000 subscribers. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> no, no, that's accomplishment, dude, for sure. That's sick. That's so awesome, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That. So you were, you were, uh, came back from Thailand and put together the timeline. You, you come back, you, you figure out what you want to do. It's not fucking cleaning people's carbs all day. You're making custom uh, ruckus parts, and then you've got your YouTube channel, and you just kind of do everything together. Right. Yep. That's that so cool, stuff man. that I do is being documented, and that's kind of like the commercial for uh, – I mean, I try not to make it too sale- salesy, but mm-hmm. in the end, it's like my YouTube channel is my commercial. Yeah. You know, I try to give, give people uh, – you know, value in it. It's not just a freaking infomercial. Yeah. You know, they'll learn something whether they buy my products or not. Um, and the whole yeah, plug, the, the plug the, and play aspect is what is what sells already. It's like, cool, you're, you're making it easy for them. Right. Yeah. That's like, that's my claim to fame is try to make it easy for people. Especially you know? the fact that it's a Honda ruckus that this kit is going into even like, uh, you know, a Vespa from like, you know, 1980 or something like that like it's gonna be a little bit different a little bit different and all the parts like if you just go to sip or something and buy some crank it's always gonna take some Mm -hmm. massaging i feel like a ruckus would be a little bit easier because it's just more standardized more precise 
and they made the same damn thing since 2002 to now it hasn't literally hasn't changed one percent do you see that ever changing no never uh yeah i do see that (laughs) i see them coming out with fuel injection someday i mean carburetors are dinosaurs and they're still carbureted to this day crazy i don't know man that that new bike just came out uh the the, the the navi Navi. Yeah, yeah yeah with the with the carburetor i know dude actually funny story this week on Friday, we drove to Wyoming mm-hmm. to pick up a Navi. Oh. I ordered one. And uh, we got, I don't know, halfway, and the highway was closed to get there. What? Like, uh, because of snow conditions. Mm-hmm. So we were, <laughs> it's shitty because I, 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 we rented a truck to do it. I just sold my truck like three weeks ago. <laughs> and, and so then I had to rent a truck. Mm. So we drove to uh, Wyoming. Highway's closed, so we wait. We got a hotel. It's only like a three and a half hour drive. It's like no big deal, you know. Yeah. And uh, so we got a hotel, and then uh, woke up the next morning, still closed. And the only way around was like another three and a half hours, like six and a half hours one way. That you know, be like twelve hours by the time we pick up the freaking Navi. So I said, screw that. We just went home. So we tried again this week. Have one of those Navis. Yeah. Jesus. What an adventure, huh? Yeah, yeah. To get a carbureted, freaking $1,800 cheapest Honda on the planet right now. Yeah. No one tells you it's going to be an extra thousand for the. They say everybody says 1800 It's 2800 ladies and gentlemen. Really? Not 1800 Well, because there's a dealer markup, right? Dealer handling, dealer this, dealer that. Everybody I've talked to paid 2800 It's not just me. That's crazy. I feel like that's like the oh. same shit they do in Four Runners and all that stuff, especially out in like Denver, Denver that way. They're like, oh, you want to overland? Cool. We're going to mark the shit up out of this thing. True <laughs> story. Yep. Yeah. Every- so hopefully make parts for the Navi now. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a good move, dude. Get it, get it, get ahead of the game. Yeah. yeah the- Another ugly ass bike. <laughs> it, it is. A, a friend of mine just bought one. It's got storage, man. Come on. Does it? Oh, like it has that C3. little it's thing so in the ugly, middle, right? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It has like a little section in the middle that I've already seen like people make like speakers that fit in there and shit. Nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. A friend of mine uh, just got one and he he's into it. The, the fact that he can like throw it in the back of his like fucking crossover and just drive somewhere. That's huge. Oh, hell uh, yeah. that makes I mean, they're cool. Fun. It's just uh, one of those things where it's like it's so goddamn ugly that it's cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's one of those like. <laughs> And it had a lot of hype. It did. It did. It was like, yeah. it's very much advertised in a lot of circles as like a game changer. Like, this is going to be the thing that Honda gets nah. everybody into riding. You know? Nah, I don't think it's going to ever get there, to be yeah. honest. The same thing was like, remember the cut or the trail, the trail 90 or trail 125 that they made? Yeah, yeah. Honda made just, re- that never went anywhere. That Either whole... did the Passport. Yeah. Well, Passport, yeah, you're right. Passport's cool looking though. My, my my girlfriend okay, has yeah. a passport. I, I like I, I like the look of a passport over a Trail Ninety any day. <laughs> oh, me too. I have a I have a eighty two in the garage. Yeah, we've got a uh, we've got an eighty one. Uh, the like uh, what color is yours? Blue. It was actually a ninety. Passport uh, ninety. I looked all over the place for a blue one, and we got the red one. But uh, dude, Daisy Chaining back to Thailand. While I was in Thailand, I bought. They have this company called Racing Boy, Thailand. Mm-hmm. And I bought Racing Boy wheels and swing arm off the Honda Wave. You didn't know already, the Honda Wave 125, 
mm-hmm. swing arm bolts right up to the passport. Really? So, uh, and I imported from the Philippines a Honda Wave 125 that was bored to a 235. So that's going in the in the Cub 235cc freaking fire breathing dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Wave looks kind of cool, man. We just pulled it up. Yeah, yeah. It's got some interesting but variations. For yeah, sure. it's like kind of Kimco fairing, kind of like I want to yeah. be like aggressive. Well, the the wheel hubs, like if you want to do disc brakes on your um, your uh, passport, those are the hubs off that bike. Oh, word! That's awesome. All about so that. There's a lot of like things that transfer over. Fuel injection system. You want to flip that, put that in your cub. There mm. you go. Swap gang. God, I, yep. I, that's such a fun bike to ride. It's so springy. And, uh, it's just, it's quirky, but it it always runs no matter what. I don't know what it is about it. It just, it just goes. Yeah. You know, they sold over a million of those. It's the most, oh yeah. It's the most sold motorcycle. It's the most popular vehicle ever. Like if you, like if they ride like, you know, for 20 years in the jungles of Vietnam, like it's going to be fine in a garage in Richmond. (laughs) That that was my reason. Yeah. Mm. So I, I bought one and I've had. Basically, we started it up, cleaned the jets, didn't even take anything else out, and then put it back in, and that's all I've done to it. It just rides. That bike's also like... You want to upgrade the motor? I got a 90 for you. There you go, Andy. Calling your name. All right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another cool thing about that bike is like the the modification and the the tinkering aspect of it. It's been like going on forever. It's like sick. You want to look at custom custom bikes for these there there are a ton of them and they all look sick the problem the problem with that is like okay there's over a million of them but i can't find any on the freaking market i want to <laughs> buy like another one like the hell where are where are these things i actually had to get, i got mine shipped so they're cheap but they're somewhat hard to find so i got mine yeah, shipped mine from chicago cheap. mine costs like 1200 bucks uh 1250 yeah, i wouldn't consider that cheap I mean, uh, cheap for me, it'd be like 600, 500 bucks, something like that. Well, that's yeah. true. I mean, but, but it, but it's not like motorcycle expensive or something like that. Like, Oh no, no. It, it wasn't too bad in my world. And I just bought it. And again, it just started right up. So yeah, mine was 1200 as well, but it didn't run. Oof. I rode it only once in the history of ever had it for like <laughs> six years. Cause I took it apart immediately. Oh man. That's always. Funny. By the way, I have the build series on the YouTube channel. Uh oh. Hey. See that sucker. Plug, 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 plug. Check it out. Beep, beep, plug, beep, plug, plug, plug. <laughs> Rolling range. That was one out. of my. <laughs> one of my. That was my one of my best series on YouTube. Literally. Hell yeah. So, I think I got a million views on one of the videos. That's sick. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that video just had really good pacing, man. Like, like you know, you drew them in quick. The, you know, the, the cuts weren't super fast. They weren't too short. Like, it was just right. Hell yeah, I, I wanna, I'm looking forward to getting back to the back to that sucker. Coming soon. Part two. Hint, hint, hint. Part, part eight. Part eight. So what do you think the future is for, like, ruckus custom shit like is it is the future all electric do you see a lot of stuff going on with like you know four stroke stretch all that stuff like where do you think this is all going to be in like five years uh i honestly think it'll be back so like if you ever you know how to use google trends you're like you know you 
you, it shows like a timeline of whatever that word you search is. Mm-hmm. You notice the Honda Ruckus in 2006 was it at its peak and it dipped down. Now it's going back up. I think it, I think it'll go over the 2006 uh, popularity by then. My opinion. Oh yeah. Well, now uh, I think that people, especially with gas, like I'm starting to get like all these like uh, messages on Instagram for Seven Hill Scooter Club. Like, how do I buy scooter? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, look, look at that. It's fucking well, spike. Yeah, we, we just pulled up the Google Trends, baby. Like, uh, you guys are showing a a steep up climb. It's going up, man. There's, where's it at? Can, I haven't looked in a long time. <laughs> what is it like from 2006? Is it halfway there? Or where, where are we at? Uh, we're we're above um, 2000. I don't know. I don't go. I doesn't go back that far for me yet. I'd have to look really dig into it. Damn. So the uh, yeah, I think it, I think there's going to be some electric stuff that'll happen, but I don't think it's going to be so expensive that I don't know. Uh, there'll be you know definitely some out there, but it's not going to be like the trend, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until the price of the electric stuff goes down, but uh, I think I, so I don't know. Pricey, I don't, dude. Dude, it is. I know. Totally. It's and for a motorcycle, it's it's you really don't get like the range that that matches the dollars, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, so many um, electric motorcycles and mopeds that are just about to come out, just on the horizon, and I just. Mm-hmm. You wait so long. It's, I don't know. If you were to never leave the city, like if you were in a small city, like Richmond, super small, and you had an electric motorcycle mm-hmm. or something, perfect. Yeah. Like you'd spend zero gas and you can go anywhere you want in the city and be fine. But I'm like, I, I live a, a mile from my job. I could <laughs> I could ride my moped to work every day and not, not use a gallon of gas. You know, take me, you know. It take me two weeks to burn the gallon if I really wanted to. Like, I bought my yeah, my moped just, for four hundred bucks or five hundred bucks or something. I'm like, eh, it's hard to, yeah. to spend four thousand yeah. on electric when you can get a moped for under under a grand. It is. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's one it's, thing I like. Yeah, I live right up the street from my work, and it's just like there's definitely like a like a curve where it has to whatever I'm riding has to be shitty enough that it can't make that like mile ride down to Scott's edition to like go to work, yeah. you know? So I, I could just limp everything in all my shit in, <laughs> you know? So and they, uh, if it was electric, you just ride it into the office, right? Yeah. <laughs> They'd never notice. <laughs> Doesn't drip. <laughs> Two teeth or four teeth. Hell yeah, dude. Classic. Oh, last thing, man. Pro build the brand. <laughs> oh yeah. P- plug it up, daddy. Pro build. That's, that's my new, uh, new brand. Uh, you know, rolling wrench is supposed to be a mobile service and repair business. It's kind of weird that we sell rolling wrench parts. It doesn't really go hand in hand. Right. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted a, a brand like an actual brand that, that would apply to like parts. And that's where pro build came up. But I was like, we're, how are we going to, how is this going to make sense? So, Pro build, you know, we make rolling wrench parts, but pro build parts are one up of our rolling wrench parts. For instance, you got, you know, cast big bore kit, cast piston. If you want a forge piston, you're going to do pro build. And then we have like a rolling wrench wiring harness for the ruckus. But if you want a sweet wiring harness, keyless entry, auto canceling blinkers, auto brake lights, alarm, all this stuff. 
then it's going to be the auto canceling blinkers on a ruckus. That is yeah. sick. Mm-hmm. You know, connect connect <laughs> connect to your cell phone. You know, you can fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll tell you like service intervals. Like if if you wanted to, uh, you know, you need to change your spark plug. Got to change your oil. That comes up all on the app. So, but that is amazing. Are you? How much of this stuff are you machining, making on your own, and how much are you like, you know, putting ProBuild on, you know, and importing it from Japan? A lot of it, it well, mainly almost, I would say all of it would be. Uh, I come up with, I'll work with a company like, for instance, the uh, the ProBuild stuff. There's a company called Tata Motorsports. They're the number one. They hold the record for the fastest GY6 on the freaking planet in the eighth mile. They're, they know their stuff. Mm-hmm. So I worked, I already knew that they were producing kits and I could sell Tata stuff I did for years, but how do I want, I wanted to make pro build my own. So then we just modify off their pistons, you know, yeah. right. a flat top piston instead of a dome piston. We changed the piston rings. Uh, we made sure that they're dropping. We just changed some things, you know, to mm-hmm. make it our own. And then we put our stamp on it. So it's actually a Tata kit that's been modified to be a pro build kit. So that, and then, uh, and then I, I, for like the electronics, I hire, uh, engineers so uh i tell them what i'm doing and then you know then i'll they'll send me a prototype and normally that's a year to year process you know no nope, this isn't working or this works or we beta test it you know and then we put out the products you know that's so amazing. a lot of it is yeah and then for our wiring harnesses i used to make them all in-house mm-hmm. and now i like have the staters custom made with our logos on them and then you know you got to make sure that that uh you know the demand is there before you do all that you know True. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we just a lot of it. I I I assemble the pieces that I get. Like there'll be six or seven pieces that go into a kit from four or five different factories, and I'll put them together in one. And that would that's kind of like what I would be doing. Yeah, you know, like a rolling wrench carburetors. I'll assemble them so that you just plug and play. Put the cable in, put the intake manifold, the air filter. You know, that's my day is filled up with just doing stuff like that. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so that's uh. That's that. And then hopefully, uh, like the end result with ProBuild, uh, I haven't done it yet. I bought the website, but ProBuild.com will be a, uh, so I don't really want to do customer builds anymore. Yeah. I, uh, they're very time consuming and it's going back to like not being creative because you're building something for somebody else that's, uh, creating it, you know, so I'm not using my own creativity, mm-hmm. So I don't really want to do that anymore, even though, I mean, I can, but you know, stay true to the vision, right? Yeah. So hopefully, follow the path, baby. Follow the path. So hopefully, I'll have the Pro Build website. And I was really super inspired. I was, I was dreaming, and I was on the Porsche website. Uh, Porsche. Have you guys ever been to the Porsche website? Look at like 911s and all those sweet cars. Mm-hmm. You can design your Porsche. Like it'll show the wheels, custom wheels. There's ten to choose from. The color. If you haven't looked, check check out the Porsche website. Yeah. I'd like to have a Pro Build website where you design your ruckus and by the time you're done designing your ruckus, they'll spit out the parts needed to do it. And then hopefully this has been a little bit of a work in progress. Hopefully we'll have, um, builders, preferred builders around the United States that you purchase the parts from us cause you've designed it. And then the parts get shipped to the builder and they'll build the bike for you on their labor charge. On the, we just like kind of like direct you where to go. That'd be sick. Like, so that's the vision at the light at the end of the tunnel that I, I really want to give back. And like, there's so many people that would love to do build ruckuses and stuff for a living. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
and I want to supply a platform for that. That's so amazing that there's this, this whole ecosystem around one bike. Mm-hmm. That's it. I know, dude. I mean, that's that's just bananas to me. It's mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is mind blowing. You wouldn't dream it up. That's for sure. At least I wouldn't. I support it, dude, for sure. Because like mopeds, there's too many different bikes. There's yeah, they're all mopeds, but we have so many different bikes and brands and styles and makes and models, and you have to find all the shit. Like you guys have one bike, oh, very one complicating. platform, and it's like cool. Let's take this one thing and see how far we can push it. Right. Yeah. I feel like though that I wouldn't, that's not like my innovative idea. Like, yeah, Porsche does it, but I think that like a lot of the Harleys, the American V twin, mm-hmm. like Thunder Mountain custom for, for instance, they do something similar like that. Not with the builders, but where you can design like that. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool. I, mean, I try to pull in, you know, uh, different, vent, different, cause you know, just like the moped world, you get, you might have a, a dude that sells headlights or something on Facebook marketplace or in the in the forums or the groups and stuff you know and he sells to you here and there i try to get those guys on our website you know to really i'd like to be a hub for everything ruckus related not even i don't want to box myself into the ruckus stuff mm-hmm. i feel like i'm reaching the end of the road there but I, I i want to venture out and do some other stuff too besides just ruckus stuff but what's next besides on the ruckus the, subject what's next besides the uh the navi the nitro c3 <laughs> well i want to i just want to build yeah the, the nitrous c3 uh i want to build just uh random stuff you know like that we were just talking about that cub mm-hmm. i'd like to build that i like to, oh we have a c3 we're stretching i want to get in back into motorcycles like that bmw r100 mm-hmm. and then i want to raffle them off on our youtube channel yeah that'd be sick i think that, that that's that's why i said i don't want to box myself in too much because at some point you know you're gonna get you've been there and done that I feel like maybe that maybe it never comes. I don't know. Sky's the limit, we'll dude. See. You're on the internet. You can do whatever you want. True story. <laughs> the internet's out here. You do whatever you want, bro. Let's go. Yeah, man. True story. Start up that OnlyFans channel, man. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see that ruckus thing. I'm doing shake. it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, how you got to? That's how you got to fund the next project, man. You know. All right, man. We need to show my buns. We need a quick up, uptick in money, cash and flow. <laughs> it'll just be it'll just be like scooters where I like re- I pull the cover up. <laughs> slow mo, <laughs> yeah. So like like a nice yeah. deep, slow voice in the <laughs> <Yeah>. background. Like, <laughs> you want to hear it, <laughs> dude? Perfect, man. All right, well, um, uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up, dude. Thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us. I really appreciate it. Dude, I'm honored that you uh, that you contacted me to be on here. It's a super honor. I, I really appreciate you guys. It's a wild, it's a wild world, dude. Like I said, like I've been like thinking about ruckuses for for so long. Like legit, have been thinking about them. And I was just like, man, like I I think it would be because I always had this joke about like having a rally within a rally. And I'm like, dude, it'd be so funny. Like we just like all like infiltrated us ruckus rally. Like we show up super oh, deep on yeah. mopeds at a ruckus. We're like, hi, this is dude. Let's make it happen. <laughs> it's like these let's are do that bucks. Seattle ferry to ferry. <laughs> Love it. There's a big. There's a big. I don't know who they are, but the the big moped group in Seattle. Yeah, there's a they moped shop there. there. Oh yeah, mo- um, Seattle moped uh, works. No, that's not it. What the fuck is it? The big shop. Yeah, big shop. But they huge, say that huge mural on the side. And Those guys say that they always ride with the moped guys, so that'd be cool to integrate. 
Yeah, they, there's a huge moped scene out there. We have official branch out out that way. Like it's it's all it's all popping off, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm pumped, dude. I'm excited. Well, it's been a pleasure. You guys, uh, you guys are easy to talk to. Yeah, dude. Uh, Mosquito Fleet. That's the uh, Seattle branch of Moped Army. Hmm. Been around. Can't beat Seattle in the summer, dude. Hell yeah. It's a, it's perfect. Well, you want to tell everyone again, like where they can find you and where they can look at your stuff on the internet. Plugs, 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 plugs. Yeah, everybody, everybody. All you got to do is just go to Google search engine, type in Rolling Wrench. Can you tell me more about Google? I don't know about. Yeah, Google dot com. What about Google Maps? Are you are you supportive of Google Drive? Is that your platform? Yeah. I'm on Google Wave. Push! Don't forget to put backslash for. <laughs> no, no, no! For real, uh, where uh, plug all your shit? Rolling wrench on everything. Yeah, rolling wrench. Find us on YouTube. Uh, that's probably like the easiest way. Find us on YouTube in the middle of, you know, Daisy Chain you and everything else. Yeah. That would be like the. See if you resonate first. Go to the rolling wrench channel on YouTube. Sick. If you resonate, see you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool later bro thank you we'll see you guys pleasure to get to know you all right peace talk to you next time Bye. thanks a lot man dude that was fun yeah that was awesome cool dude cool scene super similarities like i'm into it i know it, it was almost like we didn't even get into like the edges of like you know, here's where mopeds start stuff here's where this culture starts it was just like yeah slide right in just yeah Go right, plug, plug yeah. and play, dude. We could all hang out with each other and it'd be fine. Yeah. Oh, you're on two wheels. I'm on two wheels. You we'll got a Vespa. Work. We'll figure it I out. I got a moped. Yeah. You got a ruckus. Mine fits in the bed of my truck. Yours doesn't. I got a <laughs> pair of skates. You got like you should have bought the eight bed truck. The eight foot Why bag. Why do you do the right thing? <laughs> this is not scene appropriate. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Sick, dude. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, another week down. I appreciate it. Um, if you have a topic you think we should get into or a guest you think should be on the show or you yourself would like to be on the show, you can email me at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, just uh, share it on social media, like it on iTunes and all these other things. I think it's downloadable on like all the apps. So if you know you want to listen to it, off of the uh, the internet or off the you know burning your data or something, you can download it. They're all they're all downloadable. And then uh, yeah, if you want a shirt or something like that, we got some of that stuff for sale at mopedmonday.com. That's it. Woo! Right here. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. So um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know. Like touch a flower. Is it moving? Like, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh, boy. Wop, wop, wop. You fucking blew it. <laughs> That's idling. <laughs> <laughs>